AI in Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Our host brings you the leading minds in AI, sharing their story, their success, and their advice. Focusing on fast-tracking you to the top, AI in Action cuts through the hype to help you kickstart your data science career. To listen to the latest AI in Action podcast, head over to www.aldis.com forward slash podcast, or subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guest today is Brian Ray. Brian is the global data science lead for Maven Wave Partners. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. Um, I should also say Brian is, is managing director too, so make sure we get that all in in the title. Brian, um, let's start with a background of yourself. How you first got involved in technology? Um, what, what sparked your interest? Uh, and then talk us through some of the roles you've held along the way, taking us up to your current position here at Mavenwave. Yeah, you bet. So I started technology 20 some years ago in direct marketing. And, and back then they called it uh, like a data processing role and digital imaging. We're big into feeding giant laser printers with languages like Postgres. That's why I started getting really into Python was I used Python to generate Postscript. From there, I got more into the data side and started branching out into consulting. And I found that a lot of our clients were in the life care, health sciences area. So I started doing a lot of engineering around uh, the sciences. And this is before ML ops or that term ever came to be. So I started working with companies like Abbott and Cerner and just a plethora of different companies, assisting a lot of the data scientists, what they eventually called data scientists, in uh, operationalizing operations as well as you know, helping with latency problems, all sorts of uh, engagements around that space. And it bubbled up into, I, I eventually did go to school for computer science. Uh, while I was consulting and raising a family in Chicago, it wasn't until recently, I'm in LA now, um, you know, like you said, I'm managing partner at a global data science lead at Mavenwave Partners, we're a global uh, consulting firm for cloud, very highly associated with Google most of the time, partners of the service partners of the year last three years for Google. And the way I brand myself, JP, is I, I tell people I'm a data scientist I call myself a data scientist who happens to be um, the global data science lead. That's the way I see it is I love to get my hands dirty. I still, I still write a lot of models myself. I have uh, about 160 uh, team person team that I in some way manage to deliver data science to everywhere all over the globe, really tight partners with the Google ecosystem as well as the open source uh, world. Been involved with Python for 16 years or so, I founded the Chicago Python user group in 2003, along with a couple other people. And I, I operated, I was uh, it and ran it for 13 years or so. So a lot of people in Chicago know me for Python. And uh, I haven't, uh, I still love it. I still love the language. I don't lead the group anymore. Thank you for that uh, really detailed background and, and it helps paint a very clear picture of your journey. Um, before moving on to, to, to Maven Wave and, and, and some, some use cases and, and getting some detail around the relationship with Google, we first got to start with how you were able to balance such a, a senior leadership role while still being hands-on because that seems to be the, 
the 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 ultimate challenge um that people are often faced with the crossroads but you've somehow been able to to you know stay in the trenches while while having a senior leadership role so talk us through that you know how you've been able to get that balance right well, uh, well, for one thing is I'm involved oftentimes with pre-sale and visioning and scoping, and of course, staffing for delivery. What I've been doing more times than not, I've been adding a couple hours for myself, either billable or I give them away to, cl- to key accounts that align with some interests of my own, my own personal interests. Um, and by doing so, I stop in um, and help work on problems I also advise some senior data scientists on not just the te- technical aspects of it, but also about how to tell the digital story, about how to go from a use case uh, and the cloud or maybe on-premise and moving data science to the cloud and how to develop those use cases and think creatively out of the box and how to tell that story of you know walking through and delivering data science uh, and also aspects like governance. I love to talk about governance and bias and models. I also like to see models put in production. So I like to see, you know, someone comes up with a good solution and they put it in production. They make it available for human in the loop. They democratize it. Uh, you know, and I think there's a lot of value in correctly executing AI and machine learning uh, on many levels throughout almost any organization. So the, the the key thing that stood out there was you still have the passion for it. You still want to be uh, involved in all aspects, and you you clearly enjoy it. You wouldn't do it at this stage of your career otherwise. Well, until they could tell me to go away, which happens. <laughs> yeah. So if, if if they say you know Brian, you know we don't want you to. You're you're driving us nuts, and yeah, you know, very pedantic. But you know I uh, yeah I like being involved with it, and I like to be involved with community. I, I think that science is no longer developed in the basement somewhere uh, with some genius. I think it's done collaboratively. Um, I believe in the collaboration. I believe in transparency. I believe that uh, the many of us make things greater versus the versus the few. So I just, I make it a lifestyle choice, you know, and I work, uh, you know, endlessly, of course, but I do it with great passion and great enjoyment. Um, you know, and I have a podcast too, AIPodcast.com. Of course, I don't want to cross pollinate too much, but, uh, you know. Not at all. Are, we we uh, want everyone listening to this to immediately go check you guys out. You, you yourself and Don Shu are involved, right? That's that's correct. And Don is a longtime friend of, friend of mine, right about. So I managed data science at Deloitte, uh, North America, under the innovation sector at least, for about six years or so before I, I joined MavenWave over a year ago. And when I was at Deloitte, I was, you know, uh, also advising very early on other startups. One was Spot Hero, which is a parking spot locator. And I met Don, who was also advising Spot Hero very early on. It was just the two founders. And we were both advising them on two different aspects. And we met each other. We really hit off. We became great friends. And he lives up in Seattle now. I'm in LA. And we try to keep in contact by our weekly podcast. So and that's how we connected with you, JP. So Don is great at knowing the network and knowing the best people in the industry. And he says, you are the, one of the best people in the industry and I should know this person. We, we should have him on our podcast. And I don't argue with Don. And I said, yes, Don, we'll do it. Uh, and, uh, and sure enough, we had you on our podcast and it was a great, it's a great addition. Well, I'm humbled. I'm humbled. Thank you so much. So let's, let's turn to Maven Wave. Okay. Um, management consulting cloud solutions. 
the labels headings thrown around a lot but you guys have have found a sweet spot and are doing some amazing things the fact that you have such a incredible partnership with google really speaks volumes mm-hmm. can you give us some insight into what it's like to be part of the maven wave team some of the some of the projects you're working on and, and the impact you guys are having for clients I mean, if you even if you look at for us online, you're going to hear people mention terms like the people, the culture. Um, and it's absolutely true. Maven Wave has one of the strongest internal cultures ever, and we're we work you know really closely with each other. I think that from a data science perspective, what we've really learned is that we can uh, do these exciting engagements, but we can also learn something from every everyone and everything. And we can also bring that learnings back home. So we've been developing a lot of internal conversations about how to share what our learnings are um, on a regular basis, you know, so that we have center of excellences around vision. And set, we do a lot of natural language processing now, and we do a lot of deep learning, and we've been getting really under the hood of Kubeflow and TFX lately. So, you know, the idea that of Maven Wave is that we have access to some of the greatest technology uh, ever built. And we have the access to people with the real problems, you know, they, and they, there's a great variety of problems that they have, but yet we have the teamwork and the passion and the focus to walk someone through as a team, you know, to define better that problem and to develop technology to solve that problem the best way possible and to walk away from it and say, and be proud of it and say, well, this is another qualification of why we did it. But here's the interesting thing, JP. We also work with people who already have data science teams, already have engineering teams, and it's more of a teach to fish thing. Is they just maybe want to be enabled on the cloud. They just want to know. We know there's great things under AI platform and GCP. We know Google's doing great things for themselves. We know they're inventors of TensorFlow, and we know that they have some great technology. Just make it available for us, Brian. You know, make it available so that my team and we can use it. Um, and then we do engagements just like that. We'll say we'll do it hybrid. We'll sit right next to them, show them the best way, accelerate them, and then we are gone to our next engagement, and they're happy. And they usually call us back for some small tasks, but that's that's our engagement model. So that, it sounds like a, a, a partnership rather than a, an implementation and move on. The fact that you guys c- keep a, a continued dialogue um, shows that the value that you're adding. So. The Google partnership, how did that come about and what does it mean to, to, to achieve that uh, notoriety? So the, the partnership happened from one of the founders, you know, over a decade ago uh, where um, a friend of theirs was going to an interview to work at Google and they brought with them the partner to the interview. So they actually brought another person. It's like me walking into an interview with you, JP, and bringing somebody else. So oddly, he just shows up with this other person. He says, why is this, why is this person here? And he says, well, I cannot do my job of what you're asking me to do without a partnership like this one. And that was a Maven Wave founder. And that's the story behind the Google partnership. And they did hire him. And of course, we've done a lot of work with Google ever since. We've grown largely with Google. And we've been a great delivery arm for them. We have a very close relationship to them. Uh, we, I love their technology. I get really good access to it, and uh, and it's just been a really wonderful partnership. And it's a great platform. It really is. Yeah, great story, great story. Although I wouldn't encourage uh, your everyday data scientists to 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 interview in teams. May not go as well as this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So then, looking at your role now, look. Wh- you you gave the introduction of how you balance being hands on and and also at the senior sh- leadership level, but. 
what do you love most about your job? You know, as you have such an impact on on a on across all the clients, what do you, what are the bits that you enjoy most? Uh, you know, I love waking up in the morning and uh, listening to my teams and standups, and I love to see. I don't know. I've just really become more of a, a coach mindset lately, where I feel like I've gotten to a place myself where you know I'm obviously comfortable and I've done well. But now it's like to see someone come up through the ranks and not just, uh, you know, get promoted. I mean, I, I, that's important, I guess. But what's really important is that they find what they're good at, what they love, and they contribute to the greater you know, mission and share that information, do it somewhat with someone else. So I, I have these people that I've mentored or even people aside me that, are, are, that I've seen them make great progress in their progression as you know, employees as contractors, if they will, or or taking all these other roles and really finding a sweet spot and doing it better than ever expected for them or ever I expected from them. And I, I don't know, I, I just enjoy watching that. I mean, I guess I'm kind of voyeuristic that way, but I enjoy watching people really, uh, you know, find their spot and, and go from you know, not knowing where they can contribute to just being dead on and just delivering it every time and, and just rocking it. So the language you're using here is is not your typical language that you would expect from a, a you know, a managed consultancy. You're talking about growth, leadership, support, support, coaching, guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and obviously it ties into how you guys have been so successful and continue to do so um, is the environment that you've built. And you, the very first thing you led with was people. Can you talk about from your time joining how the business has evolved, how it's grown, and, and where you expect it to be in the next even 18 to 24 months? Well, I think when I, you know, so it kind of led off from where I, I started the, in the Deloitte world where we were trying to you know, marry some of the complex ecosystems that sit under the hood there, which are some of the best in the world. And trying to marry those with things like, you know, a digital revolution or a movement to the cloud or ML being really serving its purpose and at the hype that's behind it. And I kind of same same situation where when I walked in, there was a lot of clients that were toe dipping or they were. uh, And I got this term from Janet, the CEO of Deloitte, either toe dipping or just diving head in. And the toe dippers, they didn't, they weren't invested enough to really give it, get access to the data and everything to make it work. And the people that were diving head in, they were expecting the entire world. It's like, okay, we have AI and ML now. Let's solve all of our problems. Why aren't they solved yet? And uh, and what I found is that people are becoming more familiar with where the sweet spots are in the use cases of ML, and the language has become more fluent. And people are realizing, yes, I can solve that problem with AI and ML. And I, and I do understand prediction better. And I do know that I can enable my, you know, all sorts of operations. And and people are seeing use cases come up like document understanding that are, you know, we're taking in documents and converting them. And we're, we're seeing use cases around contact center AI. And people kind of know what that is. I'm going to, you know, do analysis of your contact center. And, uh, you know, and it's just becoming more, people are becoming more aware of what it is and they're buying better and that's what that's the big thing is the people are coming to us and they're really understanding what they're getting and we're able to deliver better than and and again as you check out maven wave and you understand the impact you guys work across multiple industries and ranging and clients Mm -hmm. is there a a particular uh, recent example that you could give us uh where you impacted a client just anything from uh 
specific problem that they needed and your approach to delivering and, and, and subsequent outcome? Well, I think sometimes what data science answers is the unknown that sits within some dark data that sits inside some server somewhere for a lot of organizations. And this one particular client, I was thinking of a media company, and it's one of the biggest news companies in the world. And they had these digital archives that they they kept getting in trouble for using the wrong permissions. And they're just kind of a big mess. And they hadn't really modernized that. So we, we took the 64 terabytes, whatever, of images that were pretty basically black box and put them in the cloud. And while doing so, we also organized them by actually opening up the images using AI and machine learning, identifying themes and objects in them, color patterns. Uh, we started taking some of the text that was associated with it and doing analysis on the text. And I think they walked away with a really good understanding of what they have. But they also had some functional software to sit there to find things quicker and to you know use that AI to just be more organized and deliver better quality. And I, I like it because it's an example of something coming to the age of you know a modernization where you you have something that's an industry that's very old and you all of a sudden you flip on the switch for new technology and it just delivers. So that's a good that's a good example, I think. Yeah, very much so. I'm sure it was interesting to see all of the the various archive information that could come up from that. Um, sure. I, I want to I want to get your take on, on the growth plans. You obviously sit at at the highest level within the organization, and when you look at the various uh, services that you offer, it's, there's a high demand for for various skill set. So yeah. as you guys grow um, and you continue to stay on on the cutting edge of technology. Even even as recent as last month, the announcement of the partnership with Snowflake. What do you see as 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 any new ventures for you guys? Um, is there anything of interest that you identify as a, a an evolution of Maven Web, or is it just based on the people bringing in good people, and that will allow you to uh, inevitably service various uh, various needs across clients? Uh, definitely the people aspect and the product uh, aspect. So the people aspect, what we're finding as we grow is two, two different paths. There's one where, okay, we need someone who's more specialized in a particular area, needs to be the expert. And then there's also those who, like I said earlier, the digital storytelling and they can manage, the, uh, they have soft skills as well as you know, data science skills. So there's kind of those two angles to it. On the level of... Uh, delivering again and again on products or, or things like that. We're, we're not a product company, but we're a deliver, delivery company. You mentioned Snowflake and uh, we're experts in some areas like that, but BigQuery as well, which is more the native version of Google. And, uh, you know, Atos had bought um, you know, Maven Wave earlier this year and it's a large organization. It opens up a lot of doors for us and it's a great relationship and we still act independently. But, you know, figuring out how we're gonna interplay with some of that history that they have there I always use the analogy when you walk down the street, you always have one foot in the past and one foot in the future, or you're, you know, if you have both in the, in the, in the past, then you're going to fall on your face. And if you have both in the future, you're going to fall on your, you know, back. And I don't usually turn back, but I'll do that because it's yeah, a podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but the, uh, so yeah, I think that progression is very important and we are a people culture plane and maintaining that culture too. You know, we got to figure out how to do that during lockdown too. You know, we, we've moved, we were very well prepared to be digital already, uh, but you know, still trying to figure out how to have happy hour virtually on a Friday afternoon is is tricky. So, Brian, on on, on a final note, look, you've you've managed to navigate uh, uh, 
this industry, putting yourself in a, an, a you know, a head of data science role, an MD, having worked, you know, for the majority of it, client facing, which has exposed you to various needs at, at all times. Um, as you now play a part in helping the organization grow out the next phase of talent, you've talked a lot about coaching, guidance, and, and watching individuals achieve what they want. Um, if you were speaking to the next generation, you know, whether academics who are just getting their foot into the, the profession or individuals who have a, a different background, whether it's uh, uh, mathematics, technical, or, or any of the sciences who wanna get into this venture, what advice or guidance could you offer those people uh, who are just starting out and are looking to hone their skills and looking at uh, an innovative consult uh, consulting place like you guys? Uh, what makes you guys a good place to be? Well, I mean, we have resources available for you know like minds. Um, so in our organization, we've just reached, I think, the large and a large enough size where you can find someone that has shares interest in some domain. I believe that everything's built kind of like one brick at a time where, you know, if you are in, coming from a mathematical or physics background and you want to get into machine learning, the reality is, is that you can build on the knowledge that you already have and you can cultivate that while learning new things. I think in my space, I expect everyone to continue doing reading. I think that I expect people to keep up to date with new technology, try things, don't be scared to try new things. And I think it'll just come, your, your passion will drive you uh, and you will, you'll come to a place where you achieve what you're looking to set. You gotta set those goals and you gotta put them, make them high, but you gotta work one day at a time to make them occur. Brian, that's a great way to finish what has been a thoroughly enjoyable podcast. Um, Brian, thank you so much for your time. This has been incredibly informative. Uh, we, we, we look forward to watching Mavenwave continue to, to break new ground. Then uh, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for your time. AI in Action is brought to you by Aulus International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Aulus offer an exec search program. Aulus can help you discover how data science and AI can transform your company. With our unrivaled network of C-suite executives and senior AI professionals, we offer retained search services across the US and Europe. Get the Aulus advantage. Become a member of the Aulus community and enjoy some of the following. AI meetups. Once a month, our community gathers to listen to some of the leading experts in the world of data science and AI. Our speakers come from all over the world, including Dublin, Boston, and Frankfurt. We also have our AI mentors. Our experts will provide mentoring to all us members. And don't forget our AI in Action podcast. Each week, we have guests from all over the world talking us through their education, career, and more. Become an Aldus member and get the Aldus advantage. For more information and to sign up for our newsletter, log on to www.aldus.com. Dot com. That's www.aldus.com. Aldus International, empowering through AI.